0: You're listening to... You're listening to... You're listening to... You're listening to... The Life Tree Community
1: Church Podcast. Hey, Life Tree. Just so excited to introduce today our month of mercy. In just a minute, you're going to hear from uh, Bob McGurdy, who's the president of Calcutta Mercy... Uh, it's a tremendous ministry that's serving in, uh, in Calcutta, India. Uh, they do three things, and they do them really well. They feed up upwards of 10 to 15,000 people every single day. They educate. They have schools all over, uh, an incredible number of schools, thousands and thousands of students that they, that they serve. And, uh, and they run a hospital. It's called Mercy Hospital. Uh, it's in, in Calcutta there. It's an incredible hospital that serves uh, so many in, in that city. Uh, I had the privilege of visiting there with Bob uh, a few years ago, and I was hoping to go back. I was actually supposed to be back there uh, right now, uh, this time of year. Uh, I was supposed to be there, but uh, COVID-19, you know, all that uh, changed all those plans. Um, But I just felt that, uh, you know, in in the midst of all this, that God was putting on our heart to do a a focus this month of June on mercy. That word mercy just kept coming back to us, and India, as you know, is uh, one of the most populated countries on the planet. And uh, they have a number of of issues and challenges in front of them, particularly with the uh, COVID-19. And then in addition to that, they got hit by a huge storm uh, just a a few weeks ago. And it's very devastating effects and been on the phone with Bob and many that served there. And just continued to affirm that we needed to do something. So this month we're focusing on the word mercy. And uh, we're we're, we're asking you to consider giving towards Calcutta Mercy and specifically towards the feeding and the hospital. Uh, they, they desperately need help as they serve many, so many affected right now. But in addition to that, I felt like God has sort of expanded our view of mercy, not just to what it is abroad, but also right here at home, uh, as we've obviously gone through the just uh, the unfortunate activity of what's gone on in, in Minnesota, what it's brought to light, just the things that we, has been going on in our country for, for generations, but things that are just finally now being just uh, brought to the forefront. And wondering again what does mercy look like in that what does it look like to 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 do that and how does that what does that mean for us and so ask bob to kind of share about that today and he's just going to bring just a message from his heart i am so grateful for who he is and encourage you today to to come with an open heart to receive whatever god has put on his heart today and so looking forward to listening with you so without any further ado here's bob
0: Hey, Life Tree Church, uh, Bob McGurdy here. So glad to be able to share your Sunday with you. Pastor Dan and Anna, thanks for uh, choosing me and allowing me to uh, kick off a month of mercy. Love the whole idea of what Pastor Dan has shared with me that he's intending to do this month, and uh, and the fact that the organization that I lead, Calcutta Mercy Ministries, gets to be a benefactor in uh, your church, uh, focusing in on mercy. Calcutta Mercy, and many of you have heard me share this already before, but uh, we do three things. We feed, we educate, we medically assist. We have a feeding program that works with the Assemblies of God Church in Calcutta. And I understand Pastor Ivan and Sister Sheila will be sharing with you at the end of the month. Um, but So we have a feeding program education we have schools throughout calcutta and the northeast part of india we educate and then we medically assist and we have a 173 bed hospital as well as rural outreach clinics and uh, the season that we're in is a, a dark and difficult one a combination of a coronavirus where the medical needs are uh, intense And yet the ability to operate as a normal hospital is extremely limited because of COVID, because uh, so many things are are put on hold, which puts a double pressure on the hospital. In addition, uh, we in the past month have had a major uh, cyclone that came into the Bay of Bengal and in uh, West Bengal, India, as well as Bangladesh, and just uh wreaked havoc and and damaged damaged buildings and homes and and so we're in this long season of covid of cyclone and uh, but yet uh god is a god of mercy and a, he's a god of hope and uh so um, my, my role with this organization as leader is, is really to uh, help with the funding as well as some strategic vision of what's being done. But it's an honor to have as my assignment in life to, to help in feeding, educating, and medically assisting. And really, uh, it's a role of uh, applying God's mercy to people who both deserve and need the mercy of god my message today um, it's really uh, one of just sharing Uh, i'm sitting in a rocking chair Uh, i feel like um, I, i chose outdoors and i just a little humor for you i have a cat and a dog and my cat's in the garage my dog has been in the house and out of the house, and um, and I am just hoping that she is going to tolerate the next 15 or 20 minutes of me sharing uh, when she was outside. This is about my third take of this, when she was outside. Um, she was quiet, then not so quiet, then loud. and So anyhow, we'll see how it goes. And just do me a favor. If you hear a dog barking or a cat shows up up here that somehow sneaks out of the garage or a car honking or a truck going, just do exactly what I'm going to try my best to and absolutely ignore it. And embrace the world we live in of coronavirus, and hopefully, we will uh, successfully conquer through this. Um, I, I really want to talk about mercy from three perspectives. And, and if I could give you an acronym, if we take the word SOAP, S O A P, the S uh, about mercy for ourself, self mercy. The O, about mercy for others, uh, thinking about others. And then the AP is, uh, let's just call it the applied practice of mercy. And we'll we'll look at some areas where we see how Jesus applied mercy and uh, what he said and what he did to demonstrate mercy. I was uh, doing a little dictionary search, and uh, I, I looked up, not mercy, but the opposite of mercy. And I found ruthlessness, cruelty, and, huma- and uh, the lack of humanity or the lack of human concern. And so, um, so let's take ruthless and uh, flip that over. And instead of ruthlessness, kindness would be mercy. Uh, cruelty, um, again, kindness or helping or being compassionate. Um, and then just human depravity of just again, helping and reaching out and um, and so we're going to talk about both sides of mercy, uh, those who display it and those who lack it. But I um, want to begin with a with a, a story or two, one uh, a little more serious, and one uh, will be funny. For you and embarrassing for me because I'm still walking through the end of that mercy story. But talking about self care, um, take care of yourself. Um, I, I love the scripture in 3 John uh, 1 and 2. It says, I pray um, that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. Even as your soul is getting along well, and pray that you you may enjoy good health and do well, sometimes we get so caught up in the idea of ministry, mercy, helping others that that we forget that um, that we also need to be well and A number of years ago, I was going through a personal family situation, one of my sons had made some choices that just kind of took me back to my childhood and some experiences and and i was just kind of um i don't know struggling uh discouraged and um i was really looking to god I, I i need to hear from you god i'm just and and i was just letting all of my past walk into the present and i was just not giving myself mercy maybe if i were there more often if I were more available this, this isn't his fault it's my fault and all these things were just kind of going through my mind and my heart and I got on an airplane and as a missionary uh, for most of my life uh, traveling is just something you do um, uh, the last three months I have not uh, traveled more than uh, 25 miles from this seat right here and it, it, it's just it's mind-boggling but I travel uh, easily uh, the last 10 years certainly I have traveled more than 100,000 miles in the air with United Airlines alone and so probably 150 to 200,000 miles of travel air travel but I was on the airplane going through this uh, boy I'm just beating myself up I'm doing this and if I were doing that and things would be better and I'd heard this, uh, you know, uh, line, if you will, but it was a safety briefing, and I'd heard it a hundred times. I mean, some of those safety briefings, not only can I repeat them by memory, but I could, you could say it to me, and I could tell you if that was American, Delta, or United, just just heard it so many times. And the flight attendant uh, was giving us a safety briefing, and she began to talk to moms and if you're a mom you don't need to hear this from me because you know it but who in life is more merciful protective and going to take care of their own than a mom to a child and the flight attendant says something and and as she said it i thought what mom would even think to listen to her and you you know this, and you've probably heard it before, and, and I, I now call it the oxygen statement. But uh, she tells moms to put the oxygen on yourself before the infant or child that you're responsible for. And I can imagine a plane crashing or turbulence where things are breaking and... Um, and the last thing I could imagine is that a mom's going to go, oh, I, I, I need to put my mask on. It, it's my baby, my child. And um, and I think there's something to this about self-mercy. Put the oxygen on yourself. That moment, the word of the Lord spoke to me that I needed to take care of myself. And as I began doing some uh, proactive things to take care of me I was able to uh, be there and take care of my son. So self-care. Uh, the very end, we're going to talk about some next steps for, for all of us. And I hope every one of us will find a next step, if not in all three of these areas, self and others, and applied practice, at least one or two of them. So take care of yourself. It's important. Um, God wills that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers in health. But uh, some of that is just having mercy on yourself, uh, allowing yourself to uh, get well and be well. And in the midst of this COVID, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in our minds and hearts. and, And I believe God's word for some of you today is take care of yourself. About a week and a half ago, and this is the embarrassing story. Uh, my wife and I went to an auction. Uh, it's something you do in southwest Missouri. And uh, I've always thought I'd make a good auctioneer. I don't know if I would. I I've, I've thought I would. Um, but we got to the auction, and another one of my friends happened to be there. And, and, um, and sometimes, I don't know, I guess I feel like I just have to help the auctioneer to make sure he's going to Get the bid he should get. I remember dating my wife Twila in 1982, and we went to an auction in England in the Air Force where we were, and and I remember buying this uh, lemon uh, squeezer. Uh, it was one pound, a dollar sixty-seven. We had no need, use, want, or desire for this lemon extractor, whatever. Um, I bought it because. Um, I knew it was worth that. Well, why'd I buy it, really? I mean, I I'm impulsively put my hand up. So here we are at the auction, and you know, it's an estate sale. Uh, some of it's repossessed items, and and next thing you know, this 27 foot uh, travel trailer, a camper, 27 foot, 1997, Salem by Forest. Um, is being auctioned and they are starting at eight nine ten thousand it's going down to six it's going to five anybody give four thirty five hundred three, three. <laughs> my hand goes up and uh nobody else bid so that thursday i was the owner of a uh, travel trailer that i paid three thousand dollars for now the embarrassing part is um <laughs> that I owned a trailer uh but what happened is something in me just triggered and spiraled and I, I just got to thinking about all kinds of things of uh what I'm going through in COVID I'm leading an organization I'm I'm trying to raise funds for a hospital in the midst of COVID and and boy I just oh, it, it just oh it just overwhelmed me um and uh, my wife was the epitome of mercy. She was kind to me. she was gracious to me. She said, "Hey, let's let's sleep out in our new camper tonight." and uh, um, got in there. It had damage, floor damage, wall damage. and uh, but God's mercy, <laughs> that was Thursday. By noon Saturday, I had the same $3,000 in my pocket. By Monday morning, that trailer, uh, travel trailer was gone, and I couldn't have been happier. Um, but we got to take care of ourselves. And, and if we make a mistake, whether it's raising our hand for something we don't want or uh, something else, we, we just have to guard our emotions and our life to take care of ourselves. So taking care of yourself. Uh, taking care of others and looking out for others and, and being our brother's keeper and, and doing what we can uh, to look out for one another. Have mercy. And I, I'd just ask you a simple question. And again, we'll talk about this in Next Steps when we end. Is Is there someone... And it's probably someone close. It may be your wife or husband. It may be your uh, child, son or daughter. Maybe a parent. Is there someone that just needs mercy from you today? Who just needs a, I forgive you, a, a hug, uh, a kind word, a letter, an email, a phone call. And you've just held back. Well, after all they've done to me. God's mercies are new every day. His faithfulness, his mercy endures forever. Can you be merciful with others? Can you provide mercy and kindness and goodness to someone that needs it? So have mercy on yourself, have mercy on others. But then I want to talk uh, the last part of this about the applied practice of mercy. And I just want to quickly uh, go through three ways that Jesus applied mercy. I just want to take three biblical examples and then... uh, just talk about how we can apply mercy in our life and just make it a lifestyle where what what is almost like a barometer where what's my mercy level at today um, and and just be people of mercy? Some people look at mercy and think that it's like. Weakness, you know, meekness is weakness, um, uh, you know, oh, you're just forgiving people and uh, they don't deserve it and you're, you're just being weak. And and I don't think mercy is always weakness, especially when we look at the examples that we're going to talk about and how Jesus applied mercy. Um well, even before we share these three, the fact is uh, we all were given mercy by God. We were we were uh, we deserved judgment, we deserved damnation, and yet His mercy gave us forgiveness and love and and promised us eternal life. So we are recipients of mercy. We and to whom much is given, much is required. So we all are have received the mercy of God. But three stories come to mind. uh The first one is the woman at the well, and he applied mercy to a woman who, in society, did not deserve it. Uh, she had a reputation and um and she had labels. Can we look at people who have reputations and have labels? And can we break cultural norms and apply mercy? He went to that well and he knew that he would be judged for being there because of who she was. And he applied mercy. And I tell you, there is a world that needs the application of mercy and and Jesus showed it he was willing to break cultural norms to do what's right will you break your own way of doing things and do what's right and apply mercy the second one was a story of the children Jesus is with the disciples and you know, and some kids just wanted to come to Jesus, and and I could imagine the disciples going, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> In Bangla, Dumito bacha, you, you're just a kid. Get out of here. Go, go, go. Jesus doesn't have time for you. And he said, "No, suffer them not. Allow them to come because they need mercy." And he got kind of radical and said, "It'd be better that a millstone be." Put around someone's neck and go into the depths of the sea than to harm. Mercy says it's right to do right. And it's my assignment. So he applied mercy. He, he applied the practice of mercy by saying children have a special place. And it was a society where you earned your stripes. You hit a certain age and then you have a voice and you have a place Our children need mercy, and their voice needs to be heard, and they need to be validated and valued. This is what applying mercy is about. The third one is uh, a little bit more radical, and it occurs in John chapter 2, and it's the story of Jesus and the money changers. It's been called many things by scholars. It's been called the temple tantrum, suggesting that Jesus just went in, got ticked off, and flipped tables. Um, I think there was a lot of intentionality in what Jesus did and why he did it. I don't think he went in a moment of rage and anger because it says that he actually made a uh, whip. And uh, that takes time. To make something to do something with, but um, what was going on here? Well, there were a couple things. Number one is it was the temple, which was a sacred place. It was a time of Passover, which again was a sacred place, and the temples were were p- people would go to provide an animal sacrifice so and it's passover time and so People are looking for their sins to be forgiven. They're looking to make a sacrifice to God. And people decided to make a profit off of that. People decided that they could do what they want. And so these were money changers. So imagine foreigners who in that culture, foreigners were to be held with esteem and honor they were to be taken care of their needs were to be met they were to be treated with dignity the scripture is full of uh, stories of how a a foreigner was to be treated and so they're coming to the temple they're bringing their sacrifices and and everybody had a certain type of sacrifice that they were supposed to bring and and um but they didn't have the right currency. So they needed money for the market. They needed to do these things. And and, and people were just ripping it off. And two things happened. God saw. Jesus saw at that moment. That two things were happening. Is that the money changers. Were taking advantage of God's people. And. Uh, mercy says no. Mercy says no. We're, we're not going to have that. Secondly. Uh, the money changers were taking advantage of God's purpose. The purpose of those foreigners and others going there and making animal sacrifices were, was for God's purpose, for forgiveness of sin. And mercy says that people are not to be taken advantage of. People are not to be abused. Mercy says stop mercy says no you can't act that way because it's not a part of the plan of God and when God's people and God's purposes are interfered with it's time to practically apply what mercy is about. Mercy saying no it's not going to be that way mercy is about standing up and speaking up and speaking life. We don't have the luxury as followers of Jesus to just say, no, that's um, that's not my job. That's not my problem. Uh, saying nothing is saying something. And so I challenge you and dare you to be people of mercy. So let me take another minute or two and just wrap up what we talked about. Mercy and think of that acronym of SOAP. Uh, mercy is taking care of ourself. It's taking care of others. And it's applied practice of mercy. So will you take care of yourself today? What area of your life are you not taking care of? Are you not giving yourself time to be fresh? Are you not putting the oxygen mask on yourself? If you will take care of yourself, I, I truly believe you'll be better able to take care of your spouse and your family and your friends your children your parents whoever that is take care of yourself take take care of others take care of those who are looking to you and and as a next step maybe there's somebody who just needs a word from you you've held back and I say apply mercy apply mercy And then the last one is just live a practice, an applied practice of mercy. Wake up in the morning and say, whose day is it? Who can I touch and speak and pour life into? Who needs mercy today? Because I've put my oxygen on. I'm a conduit of God's purpose, and I will apply mercy. And if there are people who are taking advantage of God's plan or purpose, because of mercy, I'm going to speak into it. God bless you as you commit yourself to being people of mercy. Let me just pray in closing. Lord, thank you for mercy. The mercy of God is why we're all here today. And I pray that we will all be people of mercy, that we will take care of ourselves, we will take care of others, and we will live a life of applied mercy. I pray in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church or if you'd like to connect with us online, just visit WeAreLifetree.com.